Welcome to the All Souls Episcopal Parish in Berkeley's Sermon Podcast. Today is Monday, Thursday. We hear from the Reverend Michael Lemaire as he preaches from the lectionary, which was John chapter 13, 1 to 17, 31b to 35. Stay in touch this week as we go through Good Friday, the Easter Vigil, and then Easter Sunday. Success Story by Terence Winch. My clothes are perfectly contoured to my body. My shoes and socks fit just right. My cat is a delightful, intelligent animal. My apartment is great. The right location, cheap rent. I eat the best food. My friends love me. I adore them. My lover is terrific and beautiful. The sun is shining. I have tons of money and a gorgeous air conditioner. (laughs) Great art hangs on my walls. I live a spine-tingling life of delirious sex and intense happiness. Kind of reminds you of Jesus. (laughs) Right? A success story? No? No, and this evening it's hard to see, at least by our measures, how the ministry of Jesus has been a success. Right? Jesus has come preaching a message of love. He's come to preach and heal, to bind up and gather. And he's been rejected scorned, scoffed at. So much so that the religious authorities of the day think you've got to get rid of him. They've conspired to have him arrested and executed. And executed by the Roman Empire. A brutal regime merciless. Think being a Ukrainian civilian where you might get shot down for no other reason than I can. The death of Jesus will not be a significant death. There's no one to appeal to. There is no justice. In addition, the people that are following him and are gathered around him now don't really seem to understand either. They follow, but they misinterpret. They seem to wonder who will be first, wondering how when Jesus is finally going to be the Messiah they're looking for and start kicking some ass, start really reshuffling things so that they might get a better seat. And on top of all that, one of them is betraying him. Going to go out and tell him he's over here. 
Now, normally when we think of success, we think of being lauded, loved, celebrated, famous. And by those measures, Jesus isn't doing real well. But those aren't the measures by which Jesus is acting. These are not the measures of God. Because what's important about Jesus is his perseverance. Jesus has come to reveal God as love. That God so loved the world that he sent his son into the world to reveal who God is in a very different way and to draw us and everyone into God. And so it says in the gospel that Jesus loved those who were his own and he loved them to the end. Despite all that was happening, Jesus loved them to the end. And he humbles himself and he washes their feet. And once again, they don't know what he's doing. And even that, it's, it's that Jesus is love. It just pours out. It's not what happens because he loves. It is that who he is is loving. And so it doesn't matter whether people receive it or not. That's not the point. He loved them to the end. We're kind of like the disciples, though, in some ways. This idea of a God who surrenders to us, who humbles himself, makes himself vulnerable to creation. We want a God who will come and fix things. A strong God who's going to come down here and take care of some of these people. Some smiting needs to happen. So, a God who seems so ready to hand over power is not power itself, but love? In a world so dark, so difficult? We sort of want a God that's like us. And the God on offer is one of love and compassion and surrender. And it's a reminder of who we are and who we're meant to be. But somehow, though we come from love and are made in love and are here to love, we lose our way. And it seems so hard. But I think this is one place where maybe we don't have the same problems that the disciples had. Because after all, we live in a culture where the word love, the idea of love, is just a, a shell. It's just a, it's just a carcass. Right? I mean, love is blind. 
It's like the number one show on Netflix. It's sort of a version of like the Stanford prison experiment, but with like romance. I mean, love is what makes a Subaru a Subaru. We're like those people in those hurricane videos holding on to a tree as just this tidal wave of misinformation about everything having to do with love is just pulling us away. How could we possibly know what love is? But that's why we're here. That tree is all souls. This is a school of love. This is where we come to remember this and to recall it and ultimately to practice. Everything we do here is practice and memory. Who we are, where we come from, what we're about. Because friends, it is a dark, dark place we live in. And we have good reason to be in fear and dread, right? Our world is threatened, our nation is threatened, our community, our families, our children. Jesus comes into the world as the light of the world, and the darkness does not overcome it. But it's sure going to try. It's sure going to try to blow that light out and make it flicker. And we're the bearers of the light now. We bear that light into the world. And so, once again tonight, we gather as a community to remember the words of Jesus and the acts of Jesus. This ritual, this washing of the feet that was so incomprehensible then, and though thousands of years have gone by, we still can't seem to quite wrap our minds and hearts around this mandate. To love each other as I have loved you. So as you come forward and we get ready to wash each other's feet, remember we're practicing. Remember that we come from love. We're made in love. We're here to love. And we're going to practice. And we get to practice in a safe place tonight with people we know and love so that we can be ready for a day and a moment, perhaps a dark time and a lonely place where fear is all around us. And we will love 
because that's who we are. 